Alright, good evening, good evening, good evening, and thank you for joining us on Footballers Track with yours truly, um, Jerry Apoma, the Jade Wonder Radio on Empire Radio 104.5 um, FM. As you all know, um, Footballers Track is inspired by Talk Football Talk Sport and it's strictly that football program that we do here every Wednesday uh, by 5 pm. So thank you uh, for always taking that time out to make it a date with us. I keep telling you guys we are dating each other. Yes, so we are going on another date now. And uh, since we've not broken up, that means we are both doing well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks for always um taking that time out to um make it a date with us um live on football extract and also on empire radio uh, apologies for not um being able to come on air on mondays um to do the talk football talk sports um, program um apologies it was beyond my control an emergency came up and um, i thought i'll be able to make it back on time but then uh, i couldn't do that but then hey we do have um an action-packed um, program um today and now uh, with me, with some very, very gentle men in the studio. Uh, they look gentle, but they are dangerous men uh, off air. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, with, um, with me in the studio is um, Opta Boy. Boy, what's up? How are you doing? I'm good. Good evening, everyone. And I so. hope you're having a lovely week. Um, I, am, uh, I hope you all had a lovely day. Mm. It's a lot day of the week. So mm-hmm. It's called football. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about football. You know what I've been going on in this street. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. talk about it today. <laughs> he may be, he may sound gentle, but trust me, he's not. He's not gentle. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, move closer to the mic. We also have a new, a new, a new person in the studio. The last time I was in the studio, I was too shy to come on the mic and and talk. You know, you see, it's not easy to step on the MRC and drop beats and drop bars, bars of sport. She understand. But then, hey, he said he wants to, he wants to try today. So let's see if he will grab penalty or train, or he's going to score some own goals, or he's going to score. Hashtag, who knows? Okay. So um, see, let's let's meet you. Let's meet you. What's your name? My name is Tumbo Sumadaneke. Okay, Mr. Tumbo, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing good. What team do you support? Uh, Blues for life. Blues. You're okay. <laughs> Chelsea fan. I'm going to it's take it. Easy. It's not easy to I'm be a Nigerian. Also, it's a Chelsea fan. It used to be to be a Nigerian and Arsenal yeah, fan. Yeah. Now the thing has changed. Yeah, well, How is your blood pressure? Have <laughs> 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 well as did you go and see the doctor? <laughs> I hope you're eating well. <laughs> I'm eating well. Uh, hey, please don't don't think hope. Uh, hey. It's all right. It's good to have you on the show. How long have you been supporting Chelsea? Ah, it's been a while. Some years now. Are you know those ones that followed the no, no, where no, they no. left uh, Arsenal invisible team and they followed Lucy Mario to Chelsea? No, no, no. Now that Roman Abramovich are left, why are you still here? Ah, uh, I just love the team. You just love I the team. This guy is blue. This guy is blue. <laughs> it's good to have you on the show. You. I hope you can banter. Ah, I hope you can take uh, banter. No, Arsenal fans not here. May I go jab you? <laughs> I eat my body, they ought to. He does not know the Monday is out. But the Monday banter, today banter. He plates you. Oppo. Go banter Ghana. Calm down, calm down, tranquilo. But don't worry. I got you guys covered. Now, welcome everybody. Let's quickly get into um, all the latest footballing action, starting with results um, in the ongoing third round of matches played. Um, in the group stage of the African Cup of Nations. Uh, in Group A, goals from uh, Pablo Garnet and um, Yannick Boyla, uh, as well as Emilio Nsue's double, um, saw Equatorial Guinea stone host, um, host um, Ivory Coast 4-0, uh, while the Super Eagles of Nigeria aged um, Guinea-Bissau 1-0, thanks to Okba uh, Sagante's um, own goal. Equatorial Guinea finished up of that group with seven points. Um, Nigeria is second also on seven points. Host Ivory Coast is third on three points, while um, Guinea-Bissau is bottom uh, with zero points. Uh, let me start from you. I'm sorry, anyway, Tokumbo. Tubosun, yeah, Mr. T, I'm Tubosun. So, um, let's start from the Ivory Coast game, and um, nobody saw it coming. Um, 4 0, 
uh it's crazy it has led to a whole um lot of things i just like about um one hour ago um the the manager yes that's um jean louis gasset um has been sacked as coach of host ivory coast um, two days after their four zero humbling uh, by um, equatorial guinea um it was the heaviest defeat in their history and they are the first african cup of nations host to lose two group games um since they did so um, in 1984, um, the Elephants, uh, they still have a faint hope of progressing as one of the best third place teams. But then he has been replaced by one of his own coaches and MS5 on an interim um, basis. Um, if you're an Ivory Coast fan right now, how disappointed will you be? And is he right? Does the manager have to go? They have no excuse. Uh, you know, uh, let me just see. They just have, uh, they ought to have uh, leave him. Okay. To have finished the tournament. Have, they, maybe they've already finished the tournament. They are waiting on another result to decide their fate. So, hey, who knows? Uh, but then, um, uh, you know, uh, 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 it's uh, it's embarrassing. They started the tournament well, then back to back defeats to Nigeria. And, this um, to and show the African Cup of Nations are more competitive now than before. Because before, you only see 1 0, 2 1, 2 0. But this year, African Cup of Nations, you can see 3 0, 4 0, 2 2. Team that you expect to win. That, okay, if you want to carry sporty bets, you can give them straight away. You cannot be naming them for okay, okay, They need to okay, pay okay, us. Okay, okay, they have sorry, not paid sorry, us. Sorry. So don't be giving them free, free, free okay, publication. Okay, sorry. Even if you want to gamble, you can give them You cannot away. say that as well because okay. you have to have a limit of um, age that you can say that and people of all ages listen to the show. Okay. I understand. This is your first time. So guys, forgive him. He body the shape, but don't worry. He go welcome. We welcome <laughs> two of us. But understand, we call them investors. investors we call them investors. Okay, okay. <laughs> so when we talk about investors, we know who we are talking about. So I understand what you are trying to say. Even if you are to predict that match. Mm. The Equatorial Guinea though. Yes. Yeah. You say, okay, well, Ivory Coast have lost to Nigeria. They need that match to qualify. Exactly. So you expect them to win that match. Exactly. Or that, ah, that 4 0 is too much. It's, it's, it was too much. It's affecting their goal difference now. It's putting, putting them in a bad position for them to qualify. Um, let me, I'll come back to you. You have not escaped, but I'll come back to you. Uh, boy, what's up? How you doing? Um, looking at Ivory Coast and looking at Equatorial Guinea, is it a classic case of Equatorial Guinea being really, really good? Or Ivory Coast just because everything that could go wrong that day went wrong for Ivory Coast. I think two or three of their goals was chopped off. Um, they were creating chances, but you know, Equatorial Guinea. Was scoring the goal, and the story of the tournament so far is the highest goal scorer of the tournament is a right back in a third division in his club. So I'm sure if he's going back to his club, his club now, the coach will be like, ah, so you hide your talent. You know what I'm saying? You confirm striker. You understand what I'm saying? So, 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 is it a classic case of Equatorial Guinea? Just you know, when we played one one with them, we really underrated them. That's how we play one one with Equatorial Guinea. But looking at how they dismantled Guinea Bissau four two and what they did to Ivory Coast, I'm sure that one one is beginning to look like a fantastic um, result for the Super Eagles right now. Yes, uh, yes. I would think that, like you have said, um, this tournament has shown that most of these African teams are not yet to joke anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's so surprising that we are, so, we are seeing underdogs really doing well in this tournament. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just a case, it's just to show the big, the so called big dogs mm -hmm. that come. This tournament is becoming a thing of change that it is not as it is before, where you feel that, okay, uh, if, I, if I even um, pick any player, I should be able to beat this team. Mm -hmm. You have to pick your best teams now to beat this team. Mm -hmm. And looking at um, Equatorial's game, because when, when, I, when I, after that match, looking at them winning um, Ivory Coast, I have to go and check check their stats and listen from even before the tournament, and they've really been on good form. I think the last time they lost I was a very long time ago. Is either they played they play a draw or they win their match. But 
it's just showing us that teams are not here to play anymore. Mm-hmm. And like we always joke, we have been joking about it. All these Euros, they need to come and learn from African team. We've seen good officiating in this tournament. We've seen good gameplays in this tournament. And it's really a lesson to learn for other um, other continents or other tournaments to come and watch and see our guys performing. Now, looking at what Equatorial Guinea is doing, we should not also look down on them. They drew against us. Now, seeing what they've done, it's more or less like, come. Getting a draw from this side is. Uh, we could, is we, a, is the Super Eagles could easily have won that game, sir, yeah, because of the missed chance. Classic case of the Osimans and one on one. I would, I would also say that the Super Eagles, I, I would say that we have been running on luck in this tournament. Okay, since, really... since you have entered the Super Eagles, now let's let's continue. <laughs> they won their own game one zero against Guinea Bissau. Uh, they have two goals cancelled by Park. Correct. Yes. Um, it was rightly cancelled, yes. and um, um, the uh, Guinea Bissau's goal too was chopped up for offside. Right, right call as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Eagles. I saw a stats that um, Ghana we'll get to that one in a minute. Uh, Super Eagles scored one own goal, uh, one, one own goal, one, one penalty, and one open play. And they are finished seven points, and you know, but people have been complaining about their lack of goals. Um, people have been complaining about their. They say they can't do the basics right and all that. And looking at how um, they have seven points is a lot of points to top the group with. Looking at look yes, looking at um, what um, um, how the preparation was before the tournament with the whole uh, Peserio thing and the whole, um, you know um, World Cup qualifiers, two draws, and of course the defeat to Guinea just on the eve of the of the um, Afcon before they, they started playing Afcon. And of course, the opening game where they played one-one. Um, looking at them, looking at that Guinea-Bissau man, looking at the seven points. Um, would you take the way they are playing and they are grinding out result now, or you expect them to play the fancy four-four-two or four-three-two uh, football? And who knows? Maybe they will win. Maybe they will lose. Um, is it about steadying the team now and getting results, or um, you know they need to do more? They need to actually improve their gameplay because we are entering into the knockout phase now. This is different football entirely. Yeah, um, um, I would say right from the beginning of the tournament, I have not, I have not been a big fan of um, Nigeria going into the tournament because mm-hmm. I was not expecting something big from them. And though they've been giving us results, but they have not been getting the desired goals we want them to give to us. And it's it's really a big shame that Nigeria, even the, there was there was this um, thing that was revealed that Nigeria has the most valuable squad in the tournament, mm-hmm. which shows that we have players that are doing very well in, in Europe and we are expecting the best out of them. But it's just what it is. We are not getting the desired results we are, get, we are, we are meant to get from them. I would say that um, for the Nigerians going into the knockout stage, we need more from them. We need them to convince us that they can actually get results out of their matches. Now, from what from what it's been said, they said we are playing uh, this same uh, was uh, Cameroon. Cameroon in the, in the next uh, uh, stand of it's, it's I would say it's one of one of the tests we are meant we are going to be facing in this tournament to show who we truly are, how we can get results out of. It's not as if Cameroon too; they are all that. It's, uh, no, it's not as if, but Cameroon looking at. Onana oh, has been players. replaced by his cousin. Ondoa, oh, cool. It's not as if they today are trying to figure. Don't bring, don't bring Onana. They are trying to figure themselves <laughs> out. No, so yeah. I know, I know they are trying to bring themselves out. But it is what it is. On paper, we know that 
most times when we talk, it's always on paper, but the, 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 the playing part of it is left for the players and anything can happen. Though the last time we met, we knocked them, knocked them out of this same round of 16, if I can remember, 1-0. Hopefully, we are still going to get the same results from them, but we want this Nigerian team to convince us that they can get good goals, they can, they can score goals, not just depending on on goal, penalty, we can score from open play, we can score from um, free kicks, corner kicks, they, they should be able to convince us, not the way, not the results we are getting from them. Okay, um, two more, so. um I, I can understand where it's coming from, okay. it's a passionate um, Nigerian fan, <laughs> you know, to be a Nigerian fan and a Man United fan these days, okay. don't be smarting. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't bring that Leave me alone, leave me alone, so, but then, we saw the um, is it 24 man 25 man squad list yes, yes, yeah yes, yes. before before the tournament and um, um, we complained bitterly everybody complained bitterly bar the forward position the midfield position very very light and the likes of um, NDD sustaining injury just uh, before the tournament you know the defense you know along the Agbadu I don't know if you understand your very well uh, the defense uh, the goalkeeping department facts that one eh. It's like uh, they are doing Bonanza, you know, it's part of why we didn't go to the World Cup, you know, and all that. So we were worried about three major departments, bar the forward position, going into the um, World Cup. And dealing with injuries, you know, so players keep pulling out just before we keep replacing them. And um, maybe the coach has decided that, hey, I want to work with the strength of my squad. You know, I don't have, number one, we didn't even carry enough midfielders to the tournament in the first place. Then, we don't even have our uh, team A, Midfielders, you know, in the tournament as well. Maybe the coach is looking at okay, I want to adapt to my squad and play to the strength of the team. Right now, the team cannot afford to play this expansive, you know, fluid playing football. That if we do that, you know, our defense will commit errors leading to goal. Our keepers is going to commit errors leading to goal, which has been happening before the tournament. So if it happens during the tournament, we'll be like, mm. People like myself and a very few others in the group, we know ourselves, have been saying we are not expecting much from the two Pikes because when we saw the um, list of players going and we saw how weak those three departments are, we were not really that confident yeah. that we will even have seven points going into the tournament right now. So maybe the manager is looking at that and saying that, say, okay, I'm going to play a back five that will give some sort of solidity to that defense, protect the keeper, give the keeper some sort of confidence. And the keeper has been awesome and Oa Bali has been really, really good so far. Yeah, and, um, you know, the midfield, wherever they are playing there, because he didn't start, um, uh, he started um, Aribo and, um, uh, uh, is it Oyeka? In the match against Guinea-Bissau. Anyways, he didn't start the people that he normally starts um, in, in, the, in, the, in the first um, two games. And they just seem to still find a way to play that game and they gather that result. Is this what the coach is looking at right now? He says, see, this is the way to go. And I'm going to sacrifice playing this read football that we we like our super egos to play and just play football that will get results and you know which has justified what he has done because he did it against Ivory Coast it worked and he did it against Guinea Bissau it worked so is this the super egos we should be expecting to see now going forward or um he should go back to you know playing the uh, to appease the likes of um, um Adeboe and let them play you know fancy <laughs> football so I believe he makes uh, he makes use of what he have. So when I saw the twenty, is it twenty three or twenty one mm-hmm. mascot, twenty four mascot? If I was expecting more midfielders, mm-hmm. but I think he makes use of what he have. Though with what he have, he, he can only play that type of football he's playing presently. They can only play what they are playing presently. We don't expect them to maybe 
uh, to be scoring goals. But mm. if they can give us one, two goals, we are good to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, joining us also is the mid-range man himself, uh, <laughs> the actual cynic. You know when he's here, um, Arsenal fans are in trouble. Sorry, um, everybody's in trouble. And uh, welcome, Faisal. How you doing? Uh, good evening, good evening, listeners. It's good to be here. I was rushing because I, I remember that we said something on, on the group chat that would like us to actually talk about about the Osimen missing chances. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll talk about that one in a bit. But then um, we're just talking about Group A and um, um, Ivory Coast embarrassed out of almost out of the tournament. Now waiting on other teams to decide their fate. Their manager has just been sacked, and um, one of his coaches is now the interim manager. Um, the super egos on their own hand they have their own journey and like you like um clearly pointed out now unless we could just talk about the osimen thing before we move to the other group matches and um osimen has you know he's the african best player you know we know what he did with napoli we know he's a goal scorer he gets into positions and um he, miss, he has missed i think he has missed the most big chances yes. in yes. the tournament so yes. far um i think on the last um, edition of the show that we did on Friday, we spoke about um, how Osimhen need to do better, better yeah, um, sure. on on him taking his chances and all that, and um, that has proven to not be the case. And um, now um, he's the player with the most uh, missed big chances. It's not chances, so big, big chances. chances. Big chances is like almost one on one with the keeper. You have a seventy percent chance of scoring, scoring yeah, yeah. or seventy five percent chance of scoring. And uh, unfortunately, he has managed to find himself in the 25% uh, chance of not scoring for a player as big as him, and that's the most, if not the most valuable African player right now. Yeah, Bamo Salah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. So, um, what, what's your take on you know the whole Nigerian thing, Ivory Coast thing? Then Osimhen missed um, big chances missed. For the Ivory Coast, I don't know. It's, it's quite disappointing. I don't even know what to say. I don't know where they got it wrong. You know. Initially, when I watched their first game against um, the Guinea-Bissau, it, did, it didn't seem so bad. You know, I felt like they created a lot of chances. They, mm-hmm. were, they were quite bad with finishing chances, always. but then they created a lot of chances. Um, I didn't watch their game versus Ikitera game, but versus Nigeria also, they were underwhelming. Let's be factual. Nigeria did a very good job. But they were so, the Ivory Coast thing, I don't know. Something they probably is the manager's issue if they, they've sacked him. So if probably they find their way out of um, the, group. the group stage, luckily, because they are dependent on you know, third place, um, best place or whatever. So if they are ch- if they are lucky enough to make it out, maybe things can change for them. Who knows? Um, talking about Nigeria and the semen. Nigeria in general, I don't know. You are out of the group. You are excited. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if to say that. Um, we weren't convincing enough. Uh, that's the word. We were not convincing enough. You know, um, they were good at some point, uh, uh, on some sides. They are not good on some sides. You know, versus Ivory Coast, the defense proved that they could be, they, they could be very, very um, vital to how far we're going to go in this competition. Same thing versus Guinea-Bissau. You know, the defense keeps up, um, keeps on um, showing us that okay, they are good to go. But then we need to understand that football is not just about defending also. Sometimes our football is not about scoring. Football is not just about defending well also, you know. 
can defend very well and then you don't get to score a goal and then extra time comes, penalty comes and then. Uh, I think I think you guys are just being too worried. Like like they said, they said defense win you titles. Yeah, that's, you understand? That's, that's, and it's not as if we are not creating these that's chances. We are creating these chances, but they are not scoring. That, that's the point. Case and point. Even that Guinea-Bissau game, um, game, two goals were cancelled, uh, and we, we we got into scoring positions numerous times in that game. That we should have those two goals that was cancelled. That we should have scored. Now this is the problem. So we are creating bad. Despite the system, we are creating these chances. So the system is not the problem. It's the players. Of course, that's where I'm going. We need to finish these chances. If not, it's going to come back to bite us. Let's be factual here. We can't. We can't. We can't keep expecting that all the teams that we are playing against would be our defense will be able to absorb the pressure they are bringing. You know, it will be a lot. We need sometimes even. Even a morale booster, you know, if the defenders are working their asses out and they can see that uh, the attackers are not even joking, you know, work their ass out, get some one or two chances, create a counter, then the attack, the attacking department finishes it up. They'll be glad, you know, more, more morale will be there for them to, you know, play with. But we'll see, man, honestly. <laughs> I think we have to wait till the next game and, and see what happens. I, I am seriously praying and hoping we need to, we need next to wait till round the next game. is just going to, you know, against Cameroon. If Onana is in goal, he has more chance of scoring. Of course, goals, yes. So. Because um, Onana at 80, maybe it's that match. We, we, need to be very, so, we need to be very. Some people will say that birthday. Critical of him. Let's wait, let's wait for him, Sha. Let's, let, let's just chill. I think. Um, there's a good player in there, there's a goal scorer in Honestly, there. Honestly, because I, anyway. I don't want I to believe the one. Because already there's the song of one season one that flying around and yeah, I don't want to. Zoom is too good. I, I, I don't believe that he's too Honestly, good. Honestly, he's too good. Anyways, let's 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 move forward because um our time is actually running and we try we have a lot to cover today because AFCON is so interesting. And um in group B, um Jordan Ayu, um Jordan Ayu's double penalties that was cancelled by um Genica Tamos, 91st minute penalty, and um Renaudo Mandavas. And 94 minute headers, Mozambique recovered from two goals down to draw. Um, Ghana 2 2. A while girl Sintavares opener was cancelled by uh, Mamutrezige equalizer. And Mustafa Mohamed's um, 94 minute goal uh, did put the Pharaohs in front. Uh, but then uh, Brian um, Texeras, 99 minute equalizer, ensured that Cape Verde and Egypt shared the spoils. They're trailing um, 2 2 draw. Cape Verde finished on um, top 7 points. Egypt is um, second with 3 points. Ghana third 2 points. Uh, while Mozambique is bottom also um, on 2 points. Uh, you see this group. It's what I call um, drama at the death. Uh, the Egyptians, after the final whistle, didn't know that they have qualified. Some yeah, of them were crying yes, on the field. Yes. That was how. Um, okay, let me start from the Ghana game. The Ghana game, we all saw what happened, but let me just quickly break it down. Two penalties, two well taken penalties, two goals. No wala. Even the uh, Mozambique uh, boys are like, um, after the second penalty, they were a bit deflated. I think for the second penalty of Ghana, about three players got um, yellow carded. Uh, but then they got on with it, and um, the manager brought on um, Andrea Yu, uh, senior man Andrea Yu, and um, you know he, he considered a handball that led to the penalty, and uh, Mozambique got back into the game. And for <laughs> what's it called? Uh, is it deja vu or um, this script? You can't write this script. The guy that caused the penalty, the second penalty for Ghana. Uh, that led to the Ghana scoring their second penalty was the one that scored the equalizing goal. And funny enough, the keeper should have easily allowed the ball just go to goal kick. I don't know what he's trying to do, trying to catch the ball. I don't know if it was a reflex thing. It, it was a totally unnecessary um, corner kick to give away. And they gave that corner kick away. And you know, they got they considered a very, very late goal. Uh, before that time, they thought they were finishing second. Meanwhile, another drama was going on in the Egypt game. Came very already qualified, came very fantastic football inside. They, they play ball. Those boys, they play football. Oh, yes. 
those boys, they, they were playing like the Brazilians of, I don't know, they were combining well, they were getting into position, they were toying with the Egyptians, but Egyptians, they were using their experience to play the game, they were getting into positions as well, and you know, the inexperience of um, Cape Verde was showing at times. Um, they got the opening goal, but Egyptians came into it, got that goal uh, in the 93rd minute, you know, the guy who pulled his shirt was someone to carry Salah's jersey, Salah was you know, the edge of his seat, you know, checking the result of the other match, everything was crazy. I just when the Egyptians thought they've qualified, they considered that little equalizer again for, for Cape Verde. It was nail biting. Now, whether we like it or not, Egypt, very disappointing in this tournament. Whether we like it or not, Ghana, back to back group stage exit from this tournament. What's your take on that? Um, crazy group B because at the end of the way we we're previewing this group we were saying let me start for you um, um <coughs> let me start for you mr t when we we're previewing the game we we're talking about um ghana and um, egypt as favorite to go through now um even mozambique almost goes um, almost got through <laughs> at the day but well, at the end of the day Cape Verde comfortably finished top of that group how embarrassed are you for egypt and ghana right now you know, i feel embarrassed though but at the same time I don't feel embarrassed because I've, I've said earlier that okay, uh, Afcon have been more competitive now than before. So if you believe that okay, you can just come to uh, Africa Cup of Nations and maybe you have said something that you can just beat anyhow, just forget that. So you have to work hard before you can win. Mm. Ashi Kotoje. Mm. So that's what I see about <laughs> this competition now. Anyways, um, boy, Ghana have sacked their head coach as well, Chris Hilton. Um, after their group stage exit from the African Cup of Nations, Hilton, who finished um, with two points from three games, was appointed in February last year. After replacing Otohado, um, Ghana have now suffered back-to-back group stage exit um, in the last two um, AFCON. Um, they are out. Although they are still, they are, they are out, they are out, they are out. And um, no there was some heavy trolling that night. You know, there was some heavy trolling that you know, night. There has been a lot of competition between Ghana and India. So, it is. Before the tournament, it was this talk of um, we denied you guys from playing the World Cup, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I know Nigerians, they don't forgive. Just like Faisal here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't forget <laughs> and they don't forgive. Yeah. It was, it was, it was horrible that night. It was horrible that I was laughing my, my socks off. It was crazy. But then, what next for Ghana? Back to back Afcon exit. It's not looking good for them right now. Uh, it, it, it's so unfortunate to see Ghana um, being out of that uh, group. Even going to going to check the third uh, best third performance. They are even the last on the table, so they are not even they are not they are not qualified to even go to the next round of the tournament. Now looking at um, what Ghana has done so far, it's so unfortunate. They, they find themselves in that in that in that position. I, I think now they just need to go back to their drawing tables and see what they have done wrong and see what they, they will do right um, towards the next competitions that they'll be involved in. But um, I believe I believe it is just what it is. Like uh, Mr. Tia said, this this tournament this year shows a lot of sides of the Afghan we are not seeing. Let me put it that way. The all the Africa giants are. I, I, I believe they are. They are all relaxed. They are being humbled right now. <laughs> they feel. Bar they Senegal. Feel, they feel like you said earlier when we are when we are talking about this group. It we were saying it was more of an easy stroll for Ghana and Egypt. But it is what it is. The likes of the likes of Cape Verde. Look at their their matches. Looking at the way they are performing, it shows that so many of these things are maybe they've been 
planning for these things even before they even get qualified for the tournament. So it shows that they are putting more effort into their into their footballing um, side. Mm. So I uh, we will likely see more of that in the um, quarterfinals, round of 16 and quarterfinals. A lot of surprises I believe will come up. Mm. Anyways, um, Fraser, let's talk about Egypt. I remember the last outcome, especially um, during the um, knockout stages. Egypt were playing more than 20 minutes and they got to the final. Even the final, they played more than 20 minutes and they lost on penalties. And already, they've continued that trend at this AFCON <laughs> with three games and three draws. Um, should we expect more of the same from Egypt going into the knockout phase or do you see them crashing out at some point because this is not sustainable? Absolutely. Not even with this kind of AFCON that we are having at the moment. Because if you ask me, yeah, and I do not think is is even down to the top teams or the big 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 names of the African Cup of Nation sleeping. No, it, it's not particularly down to them sleeping. It's just about the fact that they've been doing this um, beyond um, bar performances and getting away with it because they, you know the lower folks are not um, up to the gear. But right now, the, the, those guys are showing that we are here for you guys. Take Cape Verde, for instance. The last Afghan, Cape Verde were not, were not this good. But of course, they were showing the signs. It was now, a, you can like see that progression. On, it was like, it's like they built on what they were they had on ground. And look at it right now. So if you think this is about, take it or leave it, Cape Verde have definitely um, um, shown themselves as a dark They've horses, announced themselves. As the dark horses of this competition. They are really good. Whether you like it or not, you, you look down on Cape Verde, yeah, at your own detriment. It is your own. I think family. they are playing Mauritania next. And Honestly. looking at it, you'll be banking on them to get to the quarterfinals. Easy. So, Egypt, yeah, I think generally, like I said, I think the big guns have just been, you know, doing, giving Arabic performances and getting away with it. The reality of the matter is you either um, get serious or get out of the competition. Facts. I like, I like the way I like no, yeah, yeah, no, no. you can't you can't you can't improve on that. If you that you get serious or you get out of the competition, so, I want to say that word, but I'm not allowed to say it on air. But you get out of the competition. Facts, that, facts. That, That's just it. I've gone this season. I said this season. This time, my edition has been crazy. We've seen some very very good football being played. We've seen some fantastic officiating. We've seen the best bar so far. Um, I've just seen VAR work this way. If they tell me that I should put my money on VAR working this good in Africa, I say they lie. Uh, wow, I like to I like to be proven wrong, and wow, I am. I think that's a prop school they yes. have to get if they eventually do not make it out of the Yeah, yeah. People will clap for them. Yeah, yeah, they did well, they did well, they did well. Anyways, in Group C, um, Kao Toko, Kambi's um, opener, I was in council by Abel, um, Jalo and Ibrahim Akoli's goals, but then um, James Gomez's um, own goal and um, Christopher Wu's winner um, in the 87th and 91st minute to Cameroon um, edge the 5 goal trailer 3-2 against Gambia. Uh, while second half goals from Abdullah Sek and Ilman and Ndiaye helped some um, reading champion Senegal um, so it was very well over Guinea. Um, Senegal finished with a 100% record on 9 points. Um, Cameroon edged um, second place with 4 points. Guinea is third also on 4 points, while Gambia is bottom with no points. Um, Senegal came into the competition, number one favorite going into competition. I think they are about the only team now that will finish with 9 points the way it's going. So we don't have to talk much about Senegal. It's about um, Cameroon and Guinea right now. Uh, Cameroon were all the old drama between Onana. Uh, like I said earlier, Andre Onana was dropped in that final game and replaced by his cousin, uh, Fabrice Ondoa. Uh, <laughs> Cameroon, 
they did what they had to do. They didn't study um, the tournament very, very well, but they did what they had to do. And they managed to get the result that they, that they would need um, to guarantee that second place. Um, congratulations to them. What happened between Cameroon and Guinea was what was supposed to happen between Egypt and Ghana. Both finished on very, very good number of points. That we qualified one as an outright second place, and the other one finished as a very, very, he had a very, very good chance of qualifying as a. Imagine Ghana of four points. That means they're already in contention to qualify as one of the best losing teams. Um, they bottled that. But this time around, Guinea and um, um, Cameroon did the business. Um, Cameroon. Looking at what they played in the competition, and they will be facing the Super Eagles next. <laughs> do you guys, let me start for you, Mr. T. Do, do you feel um, Cameroon have enough to really. I don't. Locker State is a different football game entirely, but there's so much um, you know, behind the scenes thing happening at that Cameroon national team. And of course, we do have our problem as well in Nigeria. But looking at Cameroon, are you, you used, they used to be indomitable lions. Yes. We used to be afraid of them. Yes. I think they, they, they are just one lion that I have not eaten since. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> What's your take on Cameroon so far in this tournament? Uh, I believe though they will try to improve. Maybe if they drop uh, Onana, mm -hmm. so maybe they will try to improve in their uh, goal, goal line, uh, in their goalkeeping line. So to Nigeria also, I think Nigeria too will try to, to do more than the group stage because we are not joking any longer. Mm. So I think Nigeria will, will try and win that match. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, mm? uh, Cameroon managed to finish second. Um, I know we'll still preview the game against Nigeria proper on, on the show on Friday. Uh, but then, like I said, same question goes to you. Why are you not afraid of the indomitable lions anymore? Like, like you have said, they don't look like indomitable lions anymore. They look like just an ordinary lion. Like Even that's lion is lion, but they, they're never looking like that lion right now. They for a while, though. Um, they need to be fed. I, I also say that they were lucky because they actually, they actually um, beat Guinea in goals difference to be second on that team. Yeah, yeah. So we're hopefully looking, at, and I would, I would say that in their first match against Guinea, I, I think they, they they didn't make use of the opportunity that Guinea mm -hmm. had was having a red card then in the first half. They would have made use of the opportunity to actually win that match. Mm -hmm. But it is called a beautiful goal. Yeah, I know, but mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> at least they could have done more with with one man down. Mm -hmm. So, but it is what it is. The the next stage of the competition is is is, is a is a stage whereby you have to put all your best in it. All, all your best, everything you can do about it, you have to do it too in order for you to move on to the next, uh, next stage. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we will see some of these so-called big dogs that we have, uh, we have said earlier on doing more than they actually did in, in, um, in the group stage. Because most of these uh, big dogs actually, they underperformed. Let me put it that way. Or they were, they were being held by surprise in the group stage. Mm. Let me put it that way. A lot of people did not expect some of the results we saw in the group stage. But it is what it is. It shows that so many of these underdogs too, they are not yet to drop. So hopefully against against Nigeria, we'll be seeing a better Nigerian team and a better Cameroonian team in, in, in the tournament. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. Anyways, I, uh, I, I hope Nigeria comes out top of that. I beg, I beg, I beg. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. Let's see what happens in that game. But then, um, because of our time, let's just move on to Group D. And uh, of course, goals in the half from Augustino Mabululu and Zini um, helped Angola uh, beat Burkina Faso 2-0. While well, Mauritania, uh, they stunned former champions of Algeria 1-0 thanks to Yali um, Delahi's um, first half goal uh, to claim their first ever. African Cup of Nations win. Now Angola finished um, top of that group with seven points. 
uh, Burkina Faso is second with four points, Mauritania third on three points, uh, while former champion Algeria is bottom and with two points. Um, Faisal, Algeria, back to back, just like Ghana, back to back group stage exit. At this time around, it's very, 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 very they're, they're actually worse than Ghana, that in my was, opinion. That, that, that was. They are worse than Ghana, in my opinion. Honestly. You know, for the likes of Mauritania to use them to get their first ever win. Um, what's your take on Algeria? Uh, you know, their manager is the same guy that won uh, the 2019 AFCON for them. And they, they, they kept faith with him. And um, I think it's, it's time to let him go. Uh, have some fresh, fresh ideas. Yeah, um, I feel like, you know, um, generally, squad is not the problem. Because you know, I, can, I could still see some of these guys that are brilliant in their clubs. You know, some of them that we've seen in Afghan before, and then the same manager that won them the Afghan of 2019. What is wrong? I really do not know. It could be a case of maybe some internal issues. I really can't say. The, the performance is really, really woeful and embarrassing. From Algeria, uh, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not acceptable. Mm. It is for their people. <laughs> <It's> for <us. laughs> they will figure it out. It's not for us. I was talking about manager, the Mauritania team. I don't know. That manager was. I thought that was what we wanted to mention. The guy seemed to have a lot charm following him <laughs> with the with the um, best lizard team. I was reading somewhere that it was the same manager that you know helped Comoros qualify the last um, Afcon against Ghana, winning Ghana to get that. The same thing happening with Nigeria. So I don't know. The guy, the guy might just be lucky. Maybe he's just the bad luck of Algeria. Because to be honest, I was categorically settled that no matter what Algeria was going to make it out of that group, you mm-hmm. know, Mauritania. Algeria should, should be beating. Algeria should be beating that team. Like they, they are not even supposed to get the they draw. They needed the win. They they up. Actually, they needed the draw. They messed up. They needed the draw. Honestly, Algeria needed the draw. They messed up to make it. They messed up. It was really, really pathetic that they lost that game. You messed up. You messed up. Anyway, shout out to Angola and Burkina Faso, though. They yeah. did their thing. First, sure. second in their group at the expense of the Algeria. So, shout out to them. It's not easy. Um, they did their thing. Anyways, uh, by 6 p.m., yes, um, in a few minutes, um, this evening, Group E, Namibia face Mali, was South Africa, but to Tunisia. Uh, Mali is top of their group with four points. South Africa is second with three points. Namibia is third three points. I guess what Tunisia is bottom on one point. Uh, we should be expecting fireworks this evening, guys. Um, you know, Mali, South Africa. Uh, Namibia, Tunisia. Which two teams? How do you see that group finishing at the end of the night? Um, Mali stays top. Can I agree? Can I agree on that? Mali stays yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mali is playing South Africa. No, no, no. Mali is playing Namibia. Namibia did beat Tunisia, though, but course. then. Uh, we know that I think Mali will be too strong for them. Anyways, Mali will be too strong for them. But yeah. South Africa, Tunisia, though. Tunisia need to beat South Africa. That's yes. the only hope out of it. They, they need to beat South Africa draw, and get four points. South Africa needs a draw. But then this is it. It becomes um, very difficult for the host nation if. They don't care. All of them want to go. They don't care about us. Nobody's nobody's worried about it. Nobody's worried about. They're even happy that you didn't see the way. You see the way the Ivorian fans were celebrating where Ghana went. I'll be really glad if Tunisia beats South Africa just because I want the host nation out. Honestly, they should go and rest. They don't already fuck up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyways, uh, well, um, Uh, that's that for that. But then, um, your opinion. South Africa, Tunisia, can Tunisia still get out of this group? Your opinion? I know South Africa will try to settle for draw because if, if they can get that draw, they, are, they, are, they will qualify. Mm. But uh, Tunisia will be trying just to win the match. And we leave them vulnerable at the back. Yeah. So I believe they will settle for draw. I think if 
South Africa loses the game, they qualify regardless. Mm. They, they don't yeah. just have to. No. They don't just have to qualify. They they will just maybe settle for settle. round of um, yeah. sorry. Third, uh, best loser. Best they have to settle for best loser depending on the good difference. But they will settle for already. Said the, um, South Africa Second. is into the next because they are on four points. Three points. Three, three points. points. Are they three points? Yeah, three, three points. They no. lost their first game to... To National to, uh, National to Mali. They lost their first game to Mali. No, they lost their first game to Mali. Sorry, South Africa. They won their second game, game. Second second game. convincingly so, against Tanya. Because with that draw, they qualified. Anyways, anyways, by 9 p.m. in Group F, Tanzania played the Congo while Zambia go head-to-head against Morocco. Morocco, uh, they are top with four points. DR Congo is second with two points. Zambia third also on two points. Where Tanzania is bottom uh, with one point. Um, boy, um, Morocco. I believe we should expect surprise. Are we going to be? But they are four points. I just like the, the highest the qualifiers best loser. Best loser. No, I, I believe. I believe all they need is just a draw to to just stamp it. All they need is just a draw. And who is joining them be, between between DR Congo and Zambia? Your opinion? I think both can join them. <laughs> yeah, they both have two points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both have two yeah. points. But then um, Zambia is playing Morocco. Yeah, it needs a draw. It needs a draw. Yeah. They have three they points. The... Okay. Morocco okay. Okay. Yeah. And we know that with three points, ah, Ivory Coast really messed up without four points. <laughs> it's so bad that it should have been ah, waiting for just draw. People not them if out if of that draw. Thing. Even if they had lost it's that so one pathetic. zero. Now look one at zero. this table now. Look at this table. Tunisia is not even appearing there. But Tunisia fought on the log with a single win can actually knock them Yes, out. now ranking of third place teams. Part, very um, Gideon, Gideon at top of four points, Mauritania second, second three points, um, Ivory Coast three, three points as well. All, they played all their group games and if they have fought three points but they have played two games. Zambia fifth, two points, they played two games. <laughs> Ghana <laughs> sixth, two points but they played all their games. But then the four best losing teams uh, will join at the 12 already qualified team um, in the round of 16. Let's wait for today's result yeah. and talk more about that. Um, on Friday, but then just before I came on air, they should be they should be finishing that match, or that match should have ended by now. Um, halftime result um, from the ongoing match in the NPFL. It was goalless between Enugu Rangers and um, former champions Rivers United. Okay, Enugu Rangers. That's the latest official result at the Nam the Azikiwe Stadium. Enugu Rangers is leading Rivers United 1-0. So I keep saying it's not by having outstanding games, it's by winning those outstanding games. Yes. Rivers United were playing the CAF Confederations Cup and they thought they had all the outstanding games. They will play all the outstanding games and they know. Yeah, it's not bringing all the outstanding games. I don't think I've seen a win for this. Been draw and defeat. So, and today again, we are, we are seeing another defeat. Anyways, tomorrow, a Heartland host um, Quara United um, in Oweri. Um, we expect Heartland, they've been decent at home. They are Fonja boys in Quara United. Um, they were the ones that sent the final coffin um, in the match against Sunshine. Uh, they defeated Sunshine in Ilori, uh, which um, led to the management of Sunshine Stars. Um, relieving um, head coach Edith Agoye um, his duty after that defeat. Um, Sunshine Stars have suffered inconsistent results um, this season amid a poor home form. However, um, the likes of Kennedy Boboye, um, Duke Uri and DJ Ayani, uh, who have all managed the club in the past, have been touted as possible replacements. Um, Boye, this one is for you. Um, Edith Agoye gone. Do you feel um, they should have left him or we need to make that change now? Because Honestly speaking, the result, like I always say, have not justified what the boys have been playing all season. Now I think I think they're on uh, mid-season break, to February. But um, looking at it, they just need to make that change because, like we've, been, we've always been saying, they've not been consistent this season. They've been going on and off, and it's so it's so very unfortunate. Even the home uh, 
home games that we expected better results they are not even giving us those desired results so it is what it is they needed to make the change so they needed to go so that we can sit down on our grand table and look for the best and to take the time to take the team to uh, a better to bring the better side of the team out mm. Anyways, uh, because of our time, let's just move forward. Sorry, um, last night results from the EFL Cup semi-final. I'm second leg. Why is uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chelsea. Why, why are you smiling? Chelsea. Le uh, Blue. Shame no they catch now. Chelsea did trash Middlesbrough. Uh, six one. Uh, Stamford Bridge. Uh, to Johnny Housings. I'm uh, Ongo. Enzo Fernandez. Axel De Sassi. Uh, Nani Madueke and uh, Cole Palmer's. I'm um, double. Uh, Morgan Rogers with the consolation goal for Borough. Chelsea did progress to the final uh, with a 6-2 aggregate win. And tonight in the other semi-final, Liverpool take a 2-1 advantage to Craven Cottage um, to face um, Fulham. Um, Chelsea, let me start from you since you're a Chelsea fan. How are you feeling right now? Uh, Best feel... final under this uh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, I feel excited. You feel excited? Yeah, excited. Do you think Pochettino has the onions to get it over the line? Because he said he's desperate for his first trophy in England. But then, you know, we all knew Chelsea was going to beat this bro, but then after the first leg result, people we had questions and um, they answered emphatically on, on Tuesday. Let's hope. We are hopeful. We are hopeful. Chelsea, yes, Chelsea don't turn hope. Hope, hope, hope. Ah. Now, wow. Anyways, um, Faisal, why are you shifting back? You reach Chelsea back and I did run. Near door, near door. I know the run. The Chelsea fans, like you said, once you get to the final, you have a 50% chance um, of. Um, I'm not winning the title, and um, it's looking like a deja vu feeling because um, if Liverpool did get through um, to through Fulham tonight, there's still not that guarantee that um, you know. Looking at what happened between Chelsea and Liverpool, some couple of seasons back in the FA Cup final, the FA Cup final, where uh, they did play 0-0 at both games, and <laughs> Liverpool had both games of penalties. Um, as a Chelsea fan, you are looking at that game. Fine, you defeated Middlesbrough and you are in the final, but are you, are you still are you excited? I'm excited. Uh, looking at <laughs> these new owners and the I'm old, excited that I'm, um, born I'm in 2004 scouting. I'm quite, I'm quite um, convinced. I don't want to use the word optimistic. Yes, optimism. Yes, I get. I'm optimistic, but yet still convinced that we should, we should, or we would rather we'll get um, a win over, even if it's a of coming in. This, I, have, I, I, I have my reasons for saying that it will sound, it will sound like something based on superstitions but then you know this is Chelsea now we know how to give um, a new manager a manager has never tasted trophy Aww. you will jinx this thing with the way you are saying it I'm not jinxing it I'm jinx it. not going to jinx it we are we, we, this, that is what we do we lower your voice comrade that. lower your voice we give them the taste of that thing don't worry project no congratulations in advance <laughs> Let, you guys should record, record come, come, we are recording the show so, yes so for various purposes we are going to drag the city one if you go south. Anyways, um, tomorrow the FA Cup and um, fourth round um starts tomorrow. at Bournemouth host um, Swansea at the Vitality Stadium. But then last night result from the Copa del Rey and quarterfinal saw um goals from Mikel Oyazaba and Geraldo Becker. Rest said that to a two-one win away at Celta Vigo. Um, look at the Latore. I will go for Celta tonight. Um, Mallorca was Yuna. Uh, where Barcelona travel to um Atletico Bilbao and tomorrow Atletico Madrid. Um, they will welcome Sevilla to the Wanda Metropolitano. Um, Copa del Rey quarterfinals looking to so Sedada in, they are in the semi final. Uh, tonight we have Girona, high flying Girona. Uh, this is a chance for them to win something away at Mallorca. Barcelona also away at Bilbao. Do you see those two teams progressing into the semi final? Tomorrow, let's go Madrid. Sevilla has not been good this is We expect Atletico Madrid to go, but yeah. Barcelona away at Bilbao, tricky. Yes, Girona away at Mallorca can be tricky as well. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Girona thing. I feel like um, 
if 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 the manager would not be too would not be too ahead of himself, you know. Um, if I'm not saying they should not, you know, take the league seriously, but I think he should look at the situation of you know trying as much as possible the best option of winning Girona a trophy. And, you know, he might be he might be feeling like oh we're on top of the league, we don't want to. Jail. He has a better chance of winning the silverware with the Copa del Rey than that's, the league right now because going. the Copa del Rey. Two matches, you are in the final. You this guess. one and the semi-final, you are in the that, final. That's what I'm saying. You start the chance here. You should not start thinking, oh, okay, we need to be uh, focused on the league and trying to, you know, rest some legs and all of that. Mm. I don't think it will be very smart mm-hmm. because already um, making the Champions League will be enough. I mean, enough, enough glory for for the team already. Not just you know getting the um, the La Liga trophy. If they do that. Amazing, fantastic, you know. But I feel like you should look at the situation of getting more glory, winning the Copa del Rey maybe, and then um, finishing top four in the La Liga would be enough glory for them. So if the manager will not get too ahead of himself and you know focus on this Copa del Rey, it should be an easy win for them. Barcelona, Mallorca, honestly. Mm. Barcelona for you, boy. They struggle. They will have been bad. They will struggle. I, I, I'm not thinking. It's not there to focus on their match. They are complaining about Real Madrid. <laughs> And uh, what happened with Amiria? <laughs> and uh, Laporta has gone to re- make some sort of complaint. Yeah, yeah, uh, ba- ba- Baka should not just. Baka should not. But I'm not. I'm not trusting Baka to have uh, an easy time. Yeah, it's not going to be a, an easy one for them. Though they've been struggling to get results in recent times. So I, I think, I think it's going to be a very tricky one for them. So I don't think. I'm not even seeing them winning that match anyway. I think they'll struggle. Barcelona. They'll beat them. Barcelona can't win that match. All of you that say Barcelona cannot win that match, I have no, your no, team. They will struggle. No, no, they will no, struggle. No, no. struggle. This is Copa del Rey. They know how to play Copa del Rey. See, Baka have not been in. See, they will struggle. It's not really away. Baka is not the team to push away to. If it was the Celta Vigo now, I can't worry, tonight. It's not far at all. A few hours from now. Kick off. Anyways, quick one. Results from the Italian Super Cup final. Um, so Inter Milan edge um, 10 man Napoli 1 0. Thanks to Lotaro Martinez, um, 91st minute winner, and Giovanni Simoni was sent off for Napoli in that game. But then, congratulations to Inter Milan, though. Um, also, Simoni Zaghi, um, he became the manager with the most Super Cups after winning five um, Italian Super Cups. So, um, Inter Milan, that one is in the bag, top of the. Syria, they are the second behind Sociedad in the Champions League. Everything going good at Inter Milan right now after the. Uh, nobody's even remembering Antonio Conte right now, and uh, you know forward momentum only. Uh, as an Inter Milan fan, should you be optimistic? You know, finishing the season really, really strong with at least maybe a treble. You know, the the the. To think of it, I'm, I'm going to take a step back a little bit. Like, I feel like as much as we've been raving about many managers and all of that, Simon Inagi is just there and everybody's because this man was. Nobody a, was. Nobody's really looking at him. That, like, that, that, that was in the UCL final last season. Yes. And it happened like that. He flew. Yeah. Nobody said anything. He won the yeah, yeah, last season. He flew. That manager. Now, now, he has won. He won the Copa Italia. It has gone like that. Everybody's honestly. The man is doing a great job with Inter Milan sports. Think of it. It's not like you are one. You know. Team full of a lot of talent, mm-hmm. you know. I just feel like the man knows how to use the crop of players. Like yes, that. and they are selling and players in between. So well, so so well. Uh, Milan lost Milan to PSG. So Donana to Man United. Lost Lukaku to Chelsea. Honestly, and he's still he's still competing. One thing no I have really loved about his players is that 
they play like they will die on that field for the man. Mm-hmm. They, yes. Their blood is. I think it was easy for him because he plays um, a three-five-two system with Lazio. Yeah, yeah. So it was easy for him to just transition to that Inter Milan team. But then, let's just go to Napoli. Enough of the whole Inter praises. Napoli had another opportunity to win a title. Looking at how poor they've been this season. Um, if you had the Napoli manager and an ADL, that's already right, the Laurentiis. How, how would you be feeling right now? And that final loss, another. Right. They deserve whatever they say. That is a sad They've not been. They've not been. They've not been performing well. I could remember someone mentioned it last season, at the end of last season, saying that Napoli will drop on this season. I haven't. I even start that message thinking that Napoli will come out in good form, like coming from winning a trophy. But it's so unfortunate seeing them. Someone that won the Scudetto, Scudetto last season struggling this season. So it's very, very unfortunate. And I think, like you said, why did they sell their coach? Mm. Honestly, because this thing, uh, I have someone that said it categorically, just, just strange. He said it now. Now, for this sacking their coach is like the biggest mistake they could make with that team because they seem to be on the forward project, um, progression with the Scudetto win and then. You went ahead to you know knock that kind of coach out of the job like why? No I think he has admitted that he made a mistake. Um, as far as that has gone, and it's very very difficult no, for the likes of um the Laurentiis to 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 admit that's, that. Yeah. that's a very big mistake. Yeah. That's so so anyways, uh, we do have some outstanding match in the Bundesliga tonight. Uh, where defending champions Bayern Munich are welcome Union Berlin to the Alliance Arena. That match was originally postponed due to freezing conditions, uh, but then Bayern Munich could be aiming um, to cut Bayern because it's um, seven points lead to four points. You know Berlin do uh, are battling for their life in a relegation yeah, battle. Um, Bayern Munich at home in their last match they lost to the Werder Bremen. Nobody was asking me to group that which Nigeria player plays for Werder Bremen. I said I will there, Brian. <laughs> if you know, you know. Anyways, <laughs> Bayern Munich. Uh, for the first time, are we really seeing a shaky Bayern Munich um, struggling to defend their 11 consecutive uh, Bundesliga title? Is that same? Is that same thing happened last season when Dortmund was at the top of the league. Try. <laughs> I think be like me, you know the bottle. So yeah, you have to, you have to go to Dortmund. <laughs> like, it's so bad to be sharing it with. Uh, sorry, sharing attributes with Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, no, so bad. So bad. <laughs> no, anyway, well, last season we saw, we saw, we saw, so we saw Dortmund trying to trying to pull out one of the best things for for themselves last season, but. It is what it is. They bought with it. Hopefully, we are not going to be seeing the same thing this season. But let's hope and see. We are still in January. You know, you know. To think, to think of it, to think of it. I, I, I think um, it is not going to be really down to you know Leverkusen bottling it now because I think last season Dortmund lost that league, not just because Dortmund, um, Dortmund had. We were not reasonable or smart enough with their with their decisions. You know, I think Bayern also somehow turning up in the days they were supposed to turn up actually um, contributed to that. But looking at this this Bayern under Tuchel, I don't know. 
I think it he has won his bonus to get that. He doesn't care. Whatever happens, I think that's what is wrong. He doesn't care. He has won his bonus to get that. He last season at the expense of Dortmund. So let's have a win this one. That's what is wrong with him. I think they need to lose this bonus to get that so that they they need to reset. They need a hard reset at that club. They are too complacent and they are too comfortable. They are being too comfortable. That's the thing. They are feeling too comfortable. Now, Leverkusen side. That has not lost anything. Exactly, will be posing a very strong threat to them. And let's see how that means because already it seems like he's already getting to them. Because I don't know why you will lose to Vida Bremen at home. Okay, um, so that it will not be as if our time is already uh, fast spent. So let's just take like uh, two or three calls. Then we leave this place. So it will not be as if um, Jerry came back at never be calls. I will not head for Mrs. on Friday. So. Um, the number to call is zero seven zero two five 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 one zero four. Let me call the number before I start calling. Uh-uh. <laughs> Anyways, hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Ah, good evening, Pastor. Fell me from over. How are you doing, sir? We thank God. Oh yeah, now. Thank you so much, sir. Your contribution. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, to not you are playing Cameroon, not Guinea, sir. Cameroon. I know, I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. I don't think it's a bad goal. 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 I don't think it's a or semi-final, let us... I don't see Mr. Bible, right now. No, because already making it to the round of system is far enough by some standards. They are already in the second round. They are already in the second round. But if they get to the quarter-final, is that far enough for you? That's the question. Can you hear me, sir? If they do get to the quarter-final, is that far enough for you? Or is it still not far enough? They need to get to the semi-final. Let me tell you, Okay, no problem. No problem. It has been noted. Thank you for calling. The number to still call is 0702 and 555 We did have a text message line 0022 You can send your message in before we leave here. We have just a few minutes. Hello? Yeah, good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with, please? I'm Richard from Akure. Mr. Richard, thank you for joining us on Football Extra your contribution. Okay, I'll quickly. No problem. Thank you for calling, Mr. Richard. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see if we can take uh, one more call. Then we'll call it a wrap. 0702. Yeah, 555 Okay, alright, the number to see call is 0702-555-1045 This is Football Extracts on Empire Radio 104.5 FM uh, With yours truly, uh, DJ himself Alright, hello 
Yeah, yeah good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with? Sir? Are you midday? Yes, sir. Alright, so I'll be your contribution quickly. Can you speak up a bit, sir? I can barely hear you, sir. Yes, sir. I don't think that uh, I don't see that will be called. So if they won't be crossing, I don't see that something important that they want because that will return to Manchester United when they want it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. What if you support Ayomide? I support Manchester United. Okay. Okay. No problem. All right. No problem. Is there anything else you want to add? Sir? Is there anything else you, else you want to add? No. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling Ayomide. <laughs> Ayomide and Richard, I know where they come from. <laughs> I know what they call the tailor. Now the same tailor that they use. <laughs> now what's your shirt? Hello. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Yeah, good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. Yeah, who am I speaking with, please? Balumi. Balumi. Yeah. Lord Balumi, how are you doing, sir? I'm fine, sir. Your contribution, yes, sir. Uh, I mean, just to collect that caravan kind of call. Why? Do they deserve it? Because I'm a Chelsea fan, sir. You're a Chelsea fan? Oh, yes. Okay. And, and I want to hear about Chelsea transfer. You want to hear about Chelsea transfer? Um, right now, they are looking at um, maybe trading um, Amando Broja uh, for Karim Benzema, but they have to deal with Benzema's wages and all that, and his problem with Haileti and all that. So there's a lot to suck. But they've been recalling all their loanees. All their 2004 born loanees. So that's all for that. Thank you for calling. Thank you. All right, sir. Alright, um, I have a message here. Say, um, this AFCON have been very, very entertaining. There have clearly been no um, minnows and some goals have been crackers and goal of the tournament contender. Onana has been Onana in plus um, VAR usage has been spot on. Even caught the African hand of God goal. And great advert for the competition. Hope Nigeria wins. Onome from Aja. Onome from Aja, how are you doing? Hello? Hello? Okay. Um, the last call is going to be our, the next call is going to be our last call. Then we will be signing out because uh, the people are wearing cap and they want to beat me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Who am I speaking with? Yeah, my name is John. Mr. John, can you um just pick up a beat for me, please? Thank you. Okay, okay. Hey, my brother, I deal with you. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my my party now senior man now 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 senior man now put some respect on that name now senior man now ah 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 no, no, no. He's not a world class player. He's not a world class player. Okay. That's what I do. I do. I do. I do. Okay. 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 Alright, no problem. Thank you for calling up, John. Okay, um, guys, I'm sorry I can't take any more calls. That that's like actually I'm the last call I can take. Um, Mr. T, your final take on the show. Uh, let me start from um, this man. 
Let me start. No, you, you that you're pointing. Start from. Let me start from you. Your final thing. <laughs> anyway, it's been a fun time in the studio. Okay. Um, uh, hopefully, you will get to see better Nigeria in the tournament, and you will see them um, scoring more goals than what we've seen in in uh, in the group stage. Mm. I wish them the best of luck in the next round of the tournament. No, they do. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you, 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 you are going there. Your final take on the show. Uh, uh, you want to follow his footsteps? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Not the fear, not fear. I, I know the fear. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so let's be expecting much from Nigeria okay. against Cameroon. Okay. So I hope we we can we, we can progress to quarter final. That's all. That's all. That's all. All right, thank you for thank you for coming on the show. We are delighted to have you. Ah, OG sir, the mid-range jumper. <laughs> ah, your final take on Faisal. Ah, it's good to be here again, and you know, like my other guys in the, in the studio already said, yeah, all focus on Nigeria at the moment. You know, it's still our nation, no matter how um, funny or unserious they might be. Still support them. They're not serious. You still support them. Yeah, serious. So we are we. I'm hoping and I'm wishing. I'm hoping and I'm wishing. We are we are. I'm hoping and I'm wishing. We get the get the convincing win against Cameroon because we can. I don't know. Nigeria is in the AFCON. Mm. You know, we, should be, we should be seen in the level of the Senegals and the likes, mm-hmm. seeing us as um, possible favorites or one of the favorites for the competition. I think a convincing with the against Cameroon can do that for us. So, best of luck, Nigeria. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to my team winning the Carabao. Carabao. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll come and see what Vietas. I'll come and see what this Maya and Arsenal fans saying about the Naga. We will coach you. They are not coaching Chelsea. We will coach you guys. We will coach you guys. When Manchester United won that last season, you guys we knew what you said. Yeah, well, that's why that's why Richard and the likes of me, them are calling us. Me, we know. Your people, and some your people comments. are very calm with their mustache and everything. They'll, they'll <laughs> give us video on Instagram too. So no problem. Anyways, that's all we can take on the show today. Uh, Football Extra Supreme shout out to um, everybody who listened uh, participated on the show today I'm so sorry I couldn't um, take uh, more calls uh, because of our time uh, which is already fast spent uh, but uh, you guys are still my heroes uh, for those of you that didn't get the opportunity to participate uh, we appreciate you guys all the same big ups to uh, to Boston Mr. T uh, for killing it <laughs> he tried uh, he played too short one hit bar or hit side netting <laughs> <laughs> um, of course uh, Mr. Boye uh, it is what it is draw specialist we don't know what's going on and of course the cynic one he has a boldly laid claim that uh, Chelsea is winning the EFL Cup title and congratulating them in advance uh, let's see if um, uh, money will be put where the mouth is but then don't forget to make it a day with us on Football Extract every Wednesday right here on Empire Radio 104.5 FM by 5pm I'm um, Talk Football Talk Sport return on Friday uh, by 4pm as well uh, for insights into that world of sport I'm sure you know um, you can always promote your goods and services with us on Empire Radio and we are still located at Empire Building number 1 um, Federal Arroyo Streets uh, behind BJ Philly Station or Shokoti Layout um, adjacent to the former career owned those states will help us pay those bills and will help you increase awareness about your products and services I still remember Jerry and former DJ to understand Signing up to have yourself an amazing evening. Bye for now. The mouth, the candles. <laughs>